Welcome to the Retirement Evolved Podcast with certified financial fiduciary, Adam Bruno. Yeah. And as always, we thank you so much for listening. I'm Bill Seller, along with Adam Bruno. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, Bill. It's uh, it's another beautiful day here in Southwest Florida. When is it not? That's all. Uh, you know, it gets hot in summers, I'll tell you. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Arabia or something. Yeah. In the summers, <laughs> it gets warm, yeah. I'm going to wear my white headdress to get out of the house. Oh, as always, we do appreciate you finding us and listening to us here. And I'll tell you what, if you could just do us a favor and, and press your like, follow, subscribe, whichever button it is on the way you're listening to our podcast, we would really appreciate the follow and uh, appreciate the support. And uh, tell your friends about us, because Adam talks about some good stuff. Adam is the... You know, as we mentioned, a certified fiduciary. He's the founder, president, chief cook, and bottle washer of uh, Evolution <laughs> Retirement Services and Evolution Wealth Management. Boy, chief bottle washer. I, you know, I, I gave you a promotion. Yeah. I'll tell you what, brother. I've been washing a lot of bottles at home. I think I get to escape that stuff when I come to the office, but apparently not. <laughs> uh, Adam is a private wealth manager and is uh, here every, every time we get together, we talk about great ways to get through your retirement years, especially right now with all the wacky stuff that's going on. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that today. But before we get started, Adam, I saw this and I, I thought I'd pass it on to you. Um, I don't know if you read the story yet or not, but uh, BMW is charging some drivers a <laughs> month. Did you see the, a monthly <laughs> fee to turn on the heated seats in their cars? This is happening in South Korea. It costs about $18 a month to keep your rear end toasty. And you get discounts if you sign up longer. But I'm thinking, wait a minute. How? How? First of all, you paid X amount of what? How many dollars for a BMW that already has oh. the heated seats, and now they're going to charge you to turn them on? You no, know, I think the, where the I come key from, there, Bill, is, that is called a big set of uh, yeah, nerves. A big set nerves. of uh, nerves. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the 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 funny thing is, like, can you imagine how much it costs in South Korea? The BMW there compared to the BMW oh. here, isn't it like billions I, by their currency? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, you know, the, the, I laughed when I saw the story. I didn't read, I didn't get too far into it. I didn't get the numbers or anything, but it's funny. Um, you know, that's become the family joke with all of us now. Yeah. I, I remember the kids and I, you know, when I was younger, there's no way I had a car with heated seat warmers. I'm lucky I had a car with air conditioning. But eventually, as things started to change, we always found it funny that some of these cars had these heated seat warmers and we live in Florida. Yeah. So, you know, the kids, myself, my wife now, at random points, you know, you just turn that thing on and wait for the other person to kind of squeal, right? I mean, that's that's the fun part. But I was thinking, I'm wondering how much that's going to cost me now if I were to do that today. Yeah, there's no way that would fly over here. No mm -hmm. way. No way. You know, yeah. and, and I mean, not to mention that you, you ever look at, do your kids ever look at you funny when you tell them you used to have to actually physically roll up the window? You right. know, I do get I do get the funny looks once in a while. Um, they were I got to tell you though, Bill, they were happy when we had a car with the windows that worked. You know, I mean, it was yeah. it was, I was yeah. a single dad. I was a single dad and a teacher for a while. It was it was rough. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, I, you know, you look at these kids now. There's no way. I, I mean, they'll they'll say, "What's this thing on the door?" Right? They're looking at the crank. What's this? <laughs> exactly. It's not a button. I don't push it. I, <laughs> yeah, really, no kidding. But you know, and then and I kind of wanted to talk about that so we could get to the first thing that I was going to mention. You know, if you grew up with the Jetsons, you knew this day was going to be here, right? The uh, good folks at... Hang on. Sorry, I had to park. Uh, the vertical aerospace people are developing a new generation aircraft that's basically a flying car. And American Airlines is providing some funding for this. Now, as soon as it was announced, vertical stock jumped like 29 jumped through the roof yeah yeah jumped right when you talk with folks about getting ready for retirement and all that how do you feel about technology stocks like that you know it's it's funny that you bring that up it's actually uh you know for we have 
I don't want to give away too much here. I don't want to overwhelm people, but we have a very diversified process that we follow. And it's, it's designed to be like a building. Obviously, with any building, it's got multiple floors, and we always have a foundation in place. But at the very top of our building, the top floor, I like to call that our aggressive growth section. And I always say that it's on the top floor because if the top floor were to blow off, we'd still have all the floors below us and our foundation in place. So it's not going to break anybody in retirement. But I'm really excited about what I like to call disruptive funds right now. Um, disruptive funds are areas that have really led the charge over the last 10 to 15 years, but we don't have a lot of history, like 30 or 40 years worth of history. And they include things like genomics, uh, you know, I get electric vehicles is one of them. Uh, genomics, electric vehicles, cloud computing, cybersecurity, uh, different things that have really led the charge. We know that they're not going anywhere. We know that these industries are going to evolve, no pun intended. But that is a situation where, you know, you're putting a lot of money, what you just described. Um, if you if you time that right, it's great. But who knows what's going to happen? It's not going to be consistent, right? I mean, it could be they, they pull out and all of a sudden it's – so I really do believe in what I like to call disruptive sectors that include technology, that have places like that, but it's done by a team of professionals that only specialize in that area, right? I'm asking you about tech stocks on what has been the worst year for the S&P, and that's where all the uh, tech stocks are, right? Well, you know, Bill, it's interesting. Um, the S&P, if we talk about that for a minute, uh, again, Kurt and I are, are very... We're very good at diversifying and, and coming up with many different strategies that not just strategies to protect money, but strategies that make sense. And one of the things we're doing with our families now is we're creating uh, buffered exchange traded funds that are tied to the S&P 500. But what we've done is we put some parameters around what we're willing to lose. So it might have a 30% buffer against loss. So if the S&P is down 10 or 15 or 20, our families don't lose any money. So that's really been a game changer for us because we haven't even broken that 30% barrier yet. So that's been that's been really good. And to your point, though, this is one of the worst years in history. If, some, if somebody's just holding in the S&P, um, it's not going to be a good year for them right now, right? I mean, that's just – now, over time, we know that that'll, that'll correct itself, and it'll be great. But imagine somebody retiring or who is retired right now, and they have so many S&P investments, and they're worried about their performance, and – you know, it, it, there's so many things you can do just like that to simplify, to make sure you're putting some parameters around what you're willing to lose. And I think even with, you know, tech stocks, how how cool would it be to to have some parameters in place? Like, yeah, I love this idea, but uh, can you give me a 30% buffer against lot, right? I mean, obviously, you can't do that in every scenario. But if you're looking at situations like that, there's always going to be opportunities that present themselves, especially in the tech world. I mean, this is where we're going. Everything is – and I hate it. <laughs> I hate technology. Yeah. I mean I do I like it but I shouldn't say I hate it. I should say that there's a there's a big learning curve. And I don't know if you had to do this but I remember when my dad bought us our first computer for the house and uh you know it was a big purchase for him. He was a single dad at the time, you know, and on my day on my days with him, he was trying to to figure this computer thing out and you know, later on in life, he never even paid attention. So now I've got to explain how to send an email to him. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's saying, oh, I don't know when you're going to get this. I just sent it. Maybe, maybe with Yahoo, it'll take two or three days. No, <laughs> it, it comes instantaneously, Dad. It's not. Yeah. It's, I got it right now. I'm looking at it, you know. It's, so it should I be mean, in your mailbox by Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> be in the mailbox by Wednesday, depending on the weather. You know, no, I, I just, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not really big. It's become so advanced now that it's kind of outgrown me and what I know, you know, and, and I, I'm sure there's I'm not the only person that feels that way. So imagine a retiree now who didn't grow up with this and who's trying to figure out, 
you know, what tech areas they, they might not even have any clue and they're trusting somebody else to help them with that. And it's like me, I'm not going to do it. I have a team that only works in that area. It's just, yeah. it's tough, Bill. It's a tough world out there. Uh, listen, if you are at retirement age or, or if you're even thinking of retiring before reaching your full social security retirement age, you you might have had what's uh, what's called a, a break-even analysis. And that's something that mm. the folks at MarketWatch are suggesting mm. that you use with caution. And I, I read this and I thought to myself, I need to ask Adam about this. What, yeah. what is it, first of all, what is it exactly? And is it the best tool for deciding on when to claim your social security benefits, Adam? So uh, an analysis that's done, MarketWatch and companies like that are gonna do that based on the fact that Social Security is an investment. They're gonna treat it like an investment. Well, Social Security is not an investment. Social Security is insurance. It's designed so that you can have a, an income that you're not going to outlive. And it's it's done in a way that it's measured by, you know, how long you're going to live. It's done in a way that insurance companies design insurance products. They, they do t what they call amortization tables, Bill. And of course, you know, you talk to uh, somebody in the insurance business, an actuary or something, it's not going to be a really good lunch. You're not going to have good conversations yeah, no, no. like we have. It's going to be very numbers-based. <laughs> but it's it's to me, it's just silly to trust companies like that um, to design these break-even analyses for you and treat Social Security like it's an investment. If you're really questioning Social Security and when you should take it or when you shouldn't take it or what the what the options are, um, I use, I'm going to be very honest with you, I use a report that comes directly from an insurance company. And it has all of the updated amortization tables. It has all the updated numbers per year. Uh, and it comes directly from Allianz, believe it or not. Allianz of North America, they're A-rated insurance carrier. They're amazing. They've got an amazing crew over there. Uh, I think it's like top 10 places to work in the United States every year or something like that. Um, but the the report itself does a good job of showing you just basically here's what happens if you take it, you know, based on this age, right? So this is how much you could end up with if you live until 90 or 95. And if you take it early, this is what you end up with. And, and there could be, and whatever that difference is, that's what you have to decide. But what people don't realize is if you aren't depending on social security to provide most of your income, Sometimes it's silly to wait and take it till, you know, 66 and a half or 70 because you're just adding more income down the road. So if you add more income, that could just lead to more Medicare surcharges or it could lead to more taxes. So sometimes it's better to take it early, you know, and just because it's not a lifestyle changer for you. If, if it's not a lifestyle changer and you take it early, I, I mean, what are we really talking about difference wise? Now I can show you that, but I mean, let's, let's keep it high level here. I, if it's not going to change your lifestyle, why wait till you're 70? And who knows how long you have, right? The good Lord knows. That's that's who we know knows. But um, to me, it's it's it becomes more than just a numbers game. It really becomes situational as well. And the other thing I hear a lot too is people say, "Well, I want to take it early because I don't think it's going to be around much longer." We hear that all the time, right? Uh, right, Bill. And there's no there's some merit to that argument. You know, I, I mean, think about what full full retirement age was. You know, 20 years ago. Um, and, you know, people get, you know, my grandfather, my grandparents back in their day, you know, you get, <laughs> you'd start to take it and then you die five years later. <laughs> I mean, it's, people weren't living as long, but people are living a lot longer now right. and it's kind of screwing the whole thing up. Right. I, and, and I know that I've seen in the last six years when I've been working with people on social security, I've seen full retirement age at 65 and a half, 66 and a half. Now it's up to 67 or 67 and a half. 
So it, it keeps going up based on, you know, age and things like that. So this idea that it won't be there, I don't know if I, if I can buy into that. You know how we love our conspiracy theories on this. I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if I would worry about Social Security not being there. I would just worry about what age you're going to have to start it at. That's that's what it becomes. Well, yeah, it becomes and then it just seems also a lot of times, at least to the layman out here, right, that every time another issue comes up or something needs money, they seem to dip into the Social Security fund to take it. Am I wrong? You know, I mean, at least you're I, not I, wrong. It, it, you are absolutely right. And my, my, my point to that is if, if, if that's what you're going to do with my so-called retirement money, then let me save it. And I'll do better with it. You, you know, that's a, that's a that's a great point. Now, get and off again, my yard. It, I'm done being angry. About it. I'm sorry. <laughs> if anything happens to me, we're investigating my death. Remember, right. I'm not going to wait here. My belief, and I feel like there's plenty of, of research and facts out there to support this, is that the retirees are the ones who get attacked every year. And nobody ever says anything about it. Politicians don't do anything. You can write a letter to the congressman. It's not going to change a darn thing. Here's what I will tell you. Medicare Part B, everybody has to have that. And there's some argument. People say, well, I could, you know, defect to another country. Well, yeah, but you're going to spend all this money. You're still going to spend money to do that. So my, my point is most people end up having to take Medicare Part B. It comes out of their Social Security. I think last year it was $149, and this year it's like $179. It's gone up over 20%, and it's done that every year. So who's suffering the most from that? Somebody who's on on Social Security, right? You've got to be at least 62 to be suffering from that, so that's retirees. And they keep increasing these Medicare costs, and nobody says a word, Bill. It's, it's like nobody says anything. And who's getting attacked? The seniors, the retirees, they're the ones getting attacked. So I think there is... You know, when we talk about if, if we need more money and we need to take it from somewhere, I think it's always the retirees that are ones, the ones that are, that are squeezed the most for every nickel. You know, they hold them upside down and shake them till the, the quarters fall out of the pants. You know? Yeah. And, and of course, nobody in Washington says anything because they're not on the same Social Security program. So right. it doesn't bother that's it, them. That's it. Well, and you know, the thing <laughs> is, think about it. I, I mean, <clears throat> what they're really going to focus on is themselves. And when was the last time no. you, know, you saw a politician that wasn't focused on, on themselves? It really, it's, it's an ego thing to be in Washington right now. I, I considered it, Bill. I, I have to be real honest with you. I said, you know, if I start locally, I've done very well with my businesses. I'm not so concerned about, you know, money anymore. I, but I am concerned about what I'm seeing out there. And I don't think you can be a Christian or be a, a good American and not be concerned about what you're seeing on the streets right now. So somebody like me, even with my money and my personality thing, I would never have a chance. It's always the it's always the multimillionaire. So how scary is that that yeah. somebody can't eventually become president of the United States unless you've got the money? And, and, I'm pretty sure that's not how this system was designed. <laughs> no, but and the worst part is too that even if you are somebody who is running for the first time and gets elected and you have all these absolutely puritanical wonderful ideas about getting things changed. The minute you get there, the system sucks you in. That's right. And and uh, you know the the game goes on. So unfortunately for for us, getting getting back to I mean us being those uh, near or in retirement, I think you're absolutely right that we're the ones that get hit the most because whenever something needs to be done, they take money out of the Social Security program that you know you spend how many years putting money into. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's just uh, it's a horrible, vicious cycle. And uh, the good news is that there's folks like Adam out there to help you understand it more and to help you uh, deal with understanding what it is that Social Security is and isn't and the best time for you to take it and all that good stuff. Make sure you understand it. And a good way to do that is to get in touch with Adam and his folks 
And uh, you can do that by calling 866-838-3765. We'll we'll throw the phone number out there during during the podcast. 866-838-3765. That's how you get in touch with Adam and the good folks at Evolution Retirement Services. And they can help you understand all that stuff a little bit. Well, I'll do you one better too, Bill. If, If anybody listening now wants to get that Social Security report, I'm happy to provide it for you. All you have to do is uh, email adam at evolutionretirementservices.com, and I will make sure that uh, my partner, Kurt, has that prepared for you. I'll have him email you and just get the information we need. It's just basically age, things like that. Um, we do ask a few questions about you know life expectancy, what's happened in your family, what, what your parents' you know illnesses, things like that, just to, right. to kind of help us narrow it down. But I'm happy to provide that to anyone who wants it at no cost. It's it's a very I like the program because I trust where it's coming from as opposed to a company like Market Watch or somebody who throws that out there yeah. as bait to get 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 them to pay for something. Right. I say it all the time. The truth is we don't work with everybody that comes into contact with us on the show. Although the I have to tell you the emails, the downloads of the book, everything's been crazy since we started this. I did not expect it. I'm just so happy that it's there. There's also resources for you at our webpage at taxfreefortmyers.com, F-O-R-T-M-Y-E-R-S.com, and evolutionretirementservices.com. We have some articles up there about Social Security and, and this question itself if, if people have questions about it. All free. You know, there's no cost. Hey, check all that stuff out. As a matter of fact, while you're at uh, taxfreefortmyers.com, and make sure you spell out fort. It's fortmyers.com. <laughs> but yeah, Adam's talking about his book. It's absolutely free. It's called They Lied, The Real Cost of Your Retirement, and uh, basically answers the question, why didn't I know about this? <laughs> couldn't put it any, I couldn't put it any better myself. Yeah. Bill. It's, you know, as I was writing the book, that was the common theme. You know, what, what, do, what do people not know that they should have known? And, and that's really... That's the question that I know a lot of people have when they read the book, and I wanted it to be available absolutely no cost. I wanted a way to give it to people for free. I didn't get into this to become a best-selling author. I got in this to help people. Actually, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to tell you the truth, Bill. I got in this to make a lot of money at first. You know, I thought, oh, wow, the financial industry. And then as my journey kind of evolved, again, no pun intended, I realized how much I enjoyed helping people more than anything else. And when I was helping people, that's when I made the most money. So. Um, again, it's it's there. It's for you for free. It's seventy five. It's seventy five pages, and I always say it the same way. It's seventy five pages that could potentially save you hundreds of thousands of dollars in retirement. It's absolutely no cost. Enjoy it. Um, you know, just don't make fun of me for the introduction. I went a little long winded on thanking people. I got a little emotional. So <laughs> you can get that at taxfreefortmyers.com. We don't talk about crypto a whole lot, but I thought I'd bring this up. A, a so called crypto hedge fund has collapsed. Um, at, at one point, Three Arrows Capital claimed $10 billion right. in cryptocurrency assets. Right. Now the Washington Post reporting that Three Arrows is in default on a $665 million loan they're being forced to liquidate. <sighs> what happened there? And what do you talk to folks? Do, do folks ask you about crypto as part of their plan? Yeah, I get this a lot because, you know, dealing with a lot of retirees, I have, I don't just deal with retirees. I have a lot of um, successful small business owners, people like that, that um, that have a certain amount of wealth built up. Uh, but I also, you know, it's funny, my wife works at UPS. She's worked there for 21 years. I help all of her coworkers. I don't charge them. They come in, I help them. I try and help everybody as long as they really want the help and, and they're kind of nice to me. You know, sometimes they buy me chicken wings. They, that's the way to my heart, <laughs> buy me some chicken wings. Uh, but I will tell you this: with cryptocurrency, I get it a lot from the older folks because the younger, the, you know, their, their kids and their grandparents and their grandkids are talking about it and they're doing it. And the one thing I will tell you about crypto that makes me the most gun shy about it 
is that it's not regulated. It's not a regulated industry. I've, I've seen people who have made $100,000 in a day and they're trying to sell everything at the same time so they can, they can reap that benefit and then the platform crashes and they can't sell anything or they're not doing any orders right then. So there's no regulation on that platform to make sure that it's operational all the time. If you go on TD Ameritrade or Fidelity and you want to execute a trade, that trade is executed. You know, you put your trade in and it'll get executed. But on, on this type of platform, on this type of site, uh, it just makes me nervous, especially with all the different cryptocurrencies that have evolved from Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin was the one that started it all. And I'll tell you a short little story about that, Bill. I had a gentleman that I used to work with. His name's Corey. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name because now he's a millionaire and I don't know how he feels about his business being out there. But we were working together um, in a call center, actually. I was doing I was doing insurance sales through a call center. And he would always go, you know, check his phone. And he had his whole garage set up with computer servers. The, the kid was a genius. He knew how to build computers, do all this stuff. And he was talking to me at the time, and this was like 2011. He's talking to me at the, about, at the time about, you know, how he's mining Bitcoin. I'm like, you're doing what? He's like, I'm mining Bitcoin on my computer. I said, well, how does that work? You got a bunch of mice people like with pickaxes inside the computer. <laughs> I don't even know how it worked. But he had like all these computers and, and all these servers set up in his garage. He would get phone calls from LCEC, the electric company here at work, about how much electricity he was consuming. And, and of course, they can't stop you, but they're letting him know, hey, listen, your bill's going to be about $15,000 this month, right? I mean, it's just a... So, but he, he made a fortune because he was actually mining the original Bitcoin and they only make so many of them, right? So right. he's getting all these Bitcoins together and he's making a fortune. So then all of a sudden you start to have these other currencies that kind of have branched out from Bitcoin, but you have to buy the other currencies with Bitcoin itself. So it's just, it gets confusing. It's not regulated. I mean, Bitcoin today was down. It was down again yesterday. So I, I mean, it's just, it's just a question of, of how comfortable you're going to feel. And I tell you one thing, Bill, I know for a fact, if you're going to make any serious money in this game, not on, A, you have to know what you're doing, but B, you have to be in front of your computer every single second because things change like that, right? So um, just for the type of families that I'm used to serving, it just doesn't work out well. And I'm not going to get, I'm certainly not going to get involved with it. I don't want to sit behind the computer screen all day and watch Bitcoin. No, no. It'll just like you, I, I don't really understand it. There's enough in my life I don't get. I don't need to add that to my, <laughs> that to my list as well. But uh, anyway, listen, it's always great when we get together. And uh, I, I, I love the stuff that we talk about. And, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again. And to those listening, thank you so much. Again, we really do appreciate it. We can't do this without you. So again, if you could hit your like or subscribe or follow button, whichever one it is that you have there on your podcast platform, we would be very much appreciative. What I want to say about that is I think people now, after all these episodes that we've, and I love doing it too. This is, this is like the best part of my week, you know, especially when I get just cut loose and we can just, we can just talk about this stuff and I don't have to, you know, I can say whatever I feel. Um, I, I want people to realize this is not, you know, a sales pitch. Definitely tell your friends and family about it. Just let's, the reason I wrote the book, the reason I do things like this is it, none of it matters unless people start talking about it. You know, I, I could I could scream it, write it till I'm blue in the face, till my arm doesn't work anymore. But the reality is it's when people start talking about these things that we see a real change. And I want to see that more than anything. I want to see that in this industry. It's just so important. We don't have to do things the same way anymore. We don't have to pay for mutual funds. We don't have to pay advisor fees for things that we don't understand. We are now in a world, you are in a world, 
where you don't have to do those things anymore. Things can really change, and it can be for the better. And it's just so hard to combat the bad things in this industry. And you've probably seen it. You probably had an advisor that you didn't like. You probably bought mutual funds. You probably lost money. I can't change any of those things. What I can change is what happens moving forward. And I want you all to have the information. I want you to make your retirement one of true significance. And you deserve that. I, I, it, it cuts me so close to home, Bill. I watch my, my, my grandfather, my father, my stepfather. They, they work all their lives. They build up retirement. They, they do all these things. They kill themselves. And the thought of them losing everything in an instant just because of a bad decision or somebody somebody else's bad decision is what it really comes down to, it just really hits me in a spot where I know that we can, all of us together, we're all better together. We can all make a difference in this industry. So let everybody know about it. Read the book. Give the book to other people. Let, let's start talking about the real problems. Absolutely. And it's that that's the passion that I love. And that's why I like doing these with you, Adam. So... Uh, we'll get together again. Uh, we'll, we'll pop another one of these out next week. Sounds yeah, great, Bill. Can't like wait. I'm, sounds like I'm putting muffins in the oven. We'll, we'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're blueberry with some warm melted butter. Oh, man, now we're talking. Investment advisory services are offered through Evolution Wealth Management Incorporated, an investment advisor registered with the state of Florida. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training. Evolution Wealth Management's unique CRD number is 307644. You can obtain a copy of Evolution Wealth Management's firm brochure, Form ADV Part 2A, free of charge by visiting advisorinfo.sec.gov. Evolution Wealth Management offers investment advisory services only, where it is appropriately registered or exempt from registration and only after clients have entered into an investment advisory agreement confirming the terms of engagement and have been provided a copy of the firm's ADV Part 2A. Insurance services are provided by Evolution Retirement Services. Any guarantees mentioned are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company and may be subject to restrictions, limitations, or early withdrawal fees, which vary by the issuer. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. You should consider the charges, risks, expense, and investment objectives carefully before entering a contract. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and should not be construed as a solicitation to affect or attempt to affect either transactions in securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice. This material is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal, accounting, or other financial advice. Evolution Wealth Management and Evolution Retirement Services do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. Evolution Wealth Management and Evolution Retirement Services are affiliated entities.